You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 274. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Well, hello. How are you doing today? I initially started writing this episode as an episode that would be super basic for people new to the podcast. And it morphed into a masterclass on mindset that is essential for anyone who is a student of this work. So I decided to break this topic up into two parts. These episodes work with each other, so don't skip this one if you think you know it already. In the first part, today we're going to be talking about mindset and thought work, including two common problems I see when people try to do thought work that hold them back from progress. In part two, I'm sharing two key aspects of this work that most lawyers miss when they've been doing this for a while or are new to it. And if you're not doing these two key things, you are making your life and your practice so much harder. So I want to help you clean that up in the next episode. My hope is that understanding these essentials that I'm going to talk about in these two episodes is going to help you if you're brand new to the podcast or if you've been listening for a while. I know a lot of people come here knowing the model from Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School, which is where I got certified and Master Coach certified. And my hope is that these episodes help you skip so much of the hard work and pain that I had trying to figure this out and piece it together. The fastest way, of course, to get better results is to hire a coach because you have somebody who's giving you an outside perspective and to like really show you how these pieces work together and work with you one-on-one to help you strategize and think through and to, to do what I'm talking about today. But the second best way is to understand and study the concepts that I'm sharing with you here. These concepts are the difference between living a conscious life and an unconscious life. They're the difference between being present and just floating by, living on autopilot. One helps you create your results intentionally, and the other gets you unconscious results. So let's talk about mindset and thought work. So mindset refers to a collection of thoughts you have about a topic. Your mindset drives your decisions and your decisions give you the results that you have in your life. And let's back up even one more step. A thought is a sentence that your brain thinks. It's an interpretation of the world, an opinion. Sometimes there's evidence to support our opinion, but it's still just an opinion. And if we think that thought long enough, it becomes a belief and part of our identity. So let's say a lawyer comes to me, and this is a real life example. And they say, I don't want to practice where I need to bill hourly. I always want to know why. I want to know their mindset. What is driving this decision? Because that decision may or may not give them the results that they want for the bigger vision that they have for their law practice. And when they tell me the why behind their decision, it's going to tell me their mindset. 
Coaching is like chess. You're always thinking 10 steps ahead of somebody's thoughts so you can help them get the results that they want. And what I'm doing is looking for what pieces may prevent them from getting what they want. And to do that, I ask questions. And when I ask why, they may tell me something like, it's a hassle. I don't want to tell my clients I'm billing them for calls. I don't feel good when I bill my clients. In the past, I haven't done a good job at billing. I don't have a great system for billing. My clients aren't going to like me if they see a bill. And this tells me their mindset. The thoughts they have about billing is their story about billing. Ultimately, mindset is our story about something happening in our life. These stories come from all kinds of places, what a parent told us when we were a kid, what you observed happen with a friend, what a lawyer told you, your past experiences. For example, when I was a kid, my dad constantly worried about money. So I picked that up as just what you do, right? I saw his habits about money, how he worked with money, and I absorbed them like a sponge, totally unconsciously, but they informed my stories. So we want to look at your stories and decide if you want to keep them. We want to decide if they're serving us because these stories are optional. What? Yes, they are optional. So our mindset, our thoughts, our stories about the world and our reality are 100% optional. And we're going to talk more about that in a second. Awareness of our mindset is important because each of these thoughts that we have about the world, about our reality as we see it, drives how we feel. And those feelings drive our behaviors, our actions. And then that creates the results that we have in our life. A really simple example of this that popped into my head is when the pandemic happened. Some people, when the pandemic happened, thought we are going to run out of toilet paper. And that thought created fear, right? Like there's other things that were creating fear, but that one was one that popped into so many people's head because the news was reporting it. Somebody saw somebody else did it. Who who knows? But anyway, they had this thought, we're going to run out of toilet paper. And then they felt fear. And that fear led some people to buy lots of toilet paper. Maybe they rushed down the aisle. Maybe they shoved someone. They may have gone online and bought a ton up. And that gave them the result of having lots of toilet paper in the home. Now, this is a really simplified example. There's underlying things happening there. There's a sphere of the uncertainty, and that was one way that people behave to feel like they had some control. Um, I actually have a distinct memory of this happening in Trader Joe's that I'm going to share with you in the next episode because it, it ties in directly with how you can begin making shifts and not have to do like intense thought work to make those shifts. And if you're trying to do the work we do on the podcast on your own, you might be making one of two common mistakes. So the first mistake is thinking that you need to change your thoughts immediately to get the results that you want, right? And that may work for a little while, but because you haven't addressed your overall mindset with the thought work, and specifically these two essentials I'm going to share with you in the next episode, then you're likely going to revert to the old behaviors and get the same 
old results. And that's because your mindset determines who you are being in the world. Your mindset shapes your identity. So sometimes I'll talk to a lawyer who says, you know, I'm just the kind of person who procrastinates. That's their story about who they are, right? That's their mindset. There's actually no such thing as a person who just procrastinates. There's no procrastination personality. It's the mindset we have that creates the behavior of putting something off. And this behavior of putting things off is driven by our stories, right? Our brain comes up with all of this evidence from the past, right? Maybe we observed ourselves putting something off and then it ignores all evidence to the contrary. It, it's used to telling the old story that you're a procrastinator. Then the brain gets stuck in a groove like an old record player needle with dust on it, just playing the same part of the record over and over and over again. I see this with my clients when we're talking about their business and they tell me, you know, it's it's not working. Um, it's you know, I you know, I have I have to work too work so hard. And I'm like, okay, let's let's take a step back. Let's look at the thought. It's not working. What about it isn't working? And they're like, it's not working fast enough. And and I get them to get very specific. And when they do, a lot of times they realize it is working because they are getting the clients, they are hitting their goals, but because they're so used to thinking the thought it's not working, they get stuck in that groove and it puts them into this lack mentality, right? This feeling of scarcity and then they start overworking. So we kind of dial it back and we get really present to what's going on in their brain and what stories are they telling themselves and are those stories consistent with reality? There might be some evidence there, but are there other stories? Is there other evidence that shows you the contrary? And then you know for a fact what's happening. You can evaluate objectively and make changes, or you can just change your story because it's optional. And our brain sometimes just gets stuck in old stories that don't make sense anymore. Okay. So the second common mistake I see is trying to action your way out of your mindset. <laughs> so there was a study that found about 9% of people stick with their New Year's resolutions and 43% of people who make resolutions quit by the end of January. Well, that makes total sense. 91% of people don't give up on their resolutions because they're lazy or they're incapable of following through, right? They just haven't addressed the mindset that they had before taking action. They had stories that they hadn't addressed, like, you know, it's like telling yourself, this is the year I finally bill hourly, but you still have all these mucky thoughts about billing being a hassle and you just don't feel good about it. Those thoughts don't just go away. They need to be addressed and cleaned up or you're going to revert to your old behavior. And that's where thought work comes in. So let's talk about thought work. If you got distracted, come back to me because this is something that we can all do. And the more we do it, the more we practice it, the better we get at it. And it is not about a practice of perfection. I can tell you 100% I'm not perfect at this, that I still have, you know, my own thoughts. The only difference is, is I am much more aware of them faster and faster and then I can do the work that I need to do so I can get the results that I want. And that is the work that you do when you're doing mindset work, right? I might call it mindset work interchangeably. So thought work, mindset work, same, same thing. If mindset is a collection of thoughts we have about a topic, then thought work 
is looking at those thoughts objectively and discovering whether we like those thoughts. So how do we tell if we like those thoughts? We find out by asking ourselves if we like the results we're currently getting. So look around you right now. Look around and see what's in your world because that is going to show you what results you're getting. It's the amount of money in your bank account right now. It's the number and the kind of clients that you have right now. It's the kind of relationships you have right now. It's the environment you're currently living or working in. Those are all easy ways to see the results that you're getting in your life. And every result that we have in our lives is there because of our mindset, the way we think about different areas of our lives. The results also shows us our current identity. So let me give you a stark example of this. 70% of lottery winners go bankrupt within just a few years of winning large lottery jackpots. I got that stat from the National Endowment of Financial Education, if you're interested. And as I found out, there are a lot of people who win the lottery who have a bad experience, who believe there is a curse on the lottery. There is no curse, my friend. What makes more sense is that the mindset that they go into winning that kind of money isn't conducive to keeping the money. They may have grown up thinking they don't have enough money, right? Or they're bad with money, or they're never going to make big money except by winning the lottery. And then they prove themselves right. They may not have addressed their thoughts about boundaries and saying no to people around them who now want something from them. Then they lose all the money. The result will always prove the thought true. And that's what our brain does. It wants to create what you think about. Those 70% hadn't built the mindset to keep that money or build that money on their own. I actually saw this with my dad when I was 19. Um, he used to gamble at a casino and he won $100,000. And that money was gone like in a year. And I saw the way he handled that money. It was not surprising. But you know, knowing what I know now, I understand because he was simply working from his old mindset and how he thought about money. And that's why it went away so fast. Now, let me give you a polar opposite example. If you're familiar with Grant Cardone, he's a multi, multi-millionaire who's made his money in real estate, online training programs, speaking engagements, and a lot of other things. And he went on this reality program where he was dumped in the middle of nowhere. It was like this really small town <laughs> and he um, only had an SUV. It was, and I don't even think they gave him any cash. And he wasn't allowed to tell anybody who he was. And with those resources, he was given 90 days to make $1 million. So that sounds crazy, right? 90 days, $1 million. But this program and watching what he went through, it was just so fascinating because you saw him go through the ups and downs and make relationships with people, even though he looked like this down and out guy because he only had jeans and a t-shirt and a jacket. I mean, that was it. And he also had his mind. He was continually doing mindset work. When a deal didn't go through, he felt disappointment and then he talked himself through it and he kept going. This is the power of thought work, my friend, like really being able to see what's happening objectively and then get yourself back on the course that you want to go on so you can get the results that you want. And by the end of that 90, 90 days, he made a deal for more than $5 million. 
I mean, this wasn't an accident. He had a mindset, a collection of thoughts that helped him recreate the success he was already having. He had thoughts like, I know how to make money. I can figure it out. I will figure it out. Ask for help and people will help you. Keep going. What do they need? How can I help them? Thank you for this. I've gotten one step closer to my goal. I mean, these thoughts were amazing. I mean, they were generating feelings like commitment, determination, resourceful, humility, gratitude, curiosity. And we're going to talk more about that in the next episode, how to tap into these things. Then he generated the results that reflected his mindset about money. The good news is, is that if we don't have what we want, if we don't already have that mindset to create what we want, then we get to do thought work on it. We get to learn this skill and we start to be able to change our identity. We get to change who we are, have that new mindset and use it to create the results that we want. I mean, when I heard about all of this, when I heard about how you could change your results with thought work, I mean, that that's how I really found out about coaching. I was like, oh, there's a solution for me not having what I want. Let me do that. So what I didn't realize, though, when I started getting coached by different coaches was that there was that there were two things that I wasn't paying attention to. And they may have told me these things, but they went in one ear and out the other because I was so focused on the two mistakes I mentioned earlier, mainly in mistake number two, which was trying to outwork and out-hustle doing thought work. And when lawyers work with me, I'm looking for whether they're making those two main mistakes and if they've adopted the two key pieces of thought work, which I'm going to talk to you about in the next episode. So don't worry. Because those two pieces, they are essential to making change and making change faster period. So in the next episode, I am sharing these two essentials with you so you can have an easier time getting the results that you want. And if you know you want to take this work to the next level, you know you want to elevate your life and transform your practice, let's work together. Book a strategy session with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. When lawyers work with me, they learn how to shift their mindset And when they do, they take control of their practice. They enjoy their practice more and they intentionally build businesses that fit the lifestyle they want. They're not on autopilot anymore. Now they're being intentional. And during your strategy session, we're going to dig into what you want. I'm going to be thinking about what it is that you need. And we're also going to be seeing if we're a good fit. All right, my friend, I will talk to you next week. I'm looking forward to it. This is such an exciting topic. I love talking about mindset work. I love being able to share this with you. So thank you so much for showing up and listening. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.